Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Average Film Enjoyer Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Trey, and I am joined today by my lovely little co-host, Jagger. Jagger, how are you doing? I am doing great. How are you? I am doing absolutely swell. So, uh, today, uh, when this episode, I don't know what day this will be, but... This is the second um, day of October. Our second day of Hooptober. Yes, this will be releasing the second day of October, so... As you know, we've been we. This will be our second episode of Hooptober. If you are joining us for the first time today, um, we are uh, participating in Hooptober, so we will be reviewing a different scary movie every single day of October. Um, and then on the last day of the month, we will be doing a Toby Hooper movie, specifically the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, if you would like to see all the movies we are going to be reviewing, uh, go check out Jagger's Letterbox account, Jagger Film Fan. Um, he has the list on there of every single movie we will be reviewing. We're going to be doing some classics. We're going to be doing some unknowns. We're going to be doing everything. Um, but today I'm excited to get into it because it's one of my favorites. Um, today we're going to be reviewing, uh, Scream. Um, the 19, I believe came out in 1996, correct? Um, let me check that. Yeah, but this is like one of my all-time favorite horrors, personally, um, I have this, I just rewatched this a few days ago as, as we're recording this, I rewatched it a few days ago. Um, and it still holds up. It's outstanding. Um, we, there's, you get really small, solid performances specifically from Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard gives one of my all time favorite performances in a horror movie. Um, it's a super, this is one thing I wanted to talk about because it's a super refreshing take on the slasher genre. Because when people think of slashers, like I, it, I, I don't, I don't know about you, but this is one of the first ones that comes to mind is Scream. It, it comes to um, mind very, very quickly mm-hmm. because of how it took the slasher genre and kind of flipped it on its head. Exactly, um, and because like obviously this was not the first slasher, so this was not. This was not the first movie of its kind. You have stuff like, again, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You have stuff like Halloween, Black Christmas, stuff like that. That like This genre has been done for, at this point for, for at least 20 years. Um, it has been done. Um, but like Wes, the way Wes Craven did it and the way Wes Craven delivered it um, was very new and refreshing. Specifically... Like, I just want to get into the first 20 minutes. This is the first thing that it's, it's just mind-blowing. But for the advertising... Um, they promoted it oh, with... Oh, crap. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. I was seeing it. Dove Cameron kept... And I was like, no, that's the chick from... Uh, that's the girl from uh, Disney Channel. Drew Barrymore. Thank you. Um, yeah, so they promoted this with Drew Barrymore as, like, the lead actress... And so you're like 15 minutes in the movie and Drew Barrymore just gets gutted. And it's like, that's the first thing where you're like, okay, this is something new. This is something different. Where you like, Wes Craven promoted this actress as like the, the lead. child of for... Exactly. And then just kills her right away. Which I think is, I think is outstanding. And it's just one of the many ways in this one that it's very meta and it's very like... It, yeah, it's very aware of itself and like what it's doing, which I th- it's very interesting. I'm probably not using any of those words right, but it makes me sound smart, so I'm just gonna go with it. 
Um, what about you, Jagger? What are some things that you, I mean, that you love about this movie? Because there's a lot to love. First of all, you just described the story of my life making this podcast. If it sounds smart, it might not be right, but if it sounds smart, I'll roll with it. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is just so fun. I mean, it's so thoroughly yeah. enjoyable in every aspect mm -hmm. that you can't help but love it. Um, the kills are crazy in this movie. Like that yeah. thing with the garage door when she's stuck in the doggy door and then he opens it Ooh. up and it kills her. Um. Oh my god. It, uh, oh man. Also, usually when you talk about slasher movies, the two that come to mind first, in mm -hmm. my opinion at least, are the Friday the 13th movies and Halloween. Those are my two go-to yeah. slashers. Then, if you look at those, look at Jason. He came back for, like, 25 movies. Michael Myers just mm -hmm. ended. I mean, God knows. Didn't Halloween just get bought again? And they're bringing it back with more I Michael think Myers. They, I think I saw something about that, and I I read that, and it was like, oh, time to jump out my window. Cinema is ruined. What are we doing here, people? Did you hear that they're bringing Michael Myers back? He didn't really die in Halloween Ends. He's back for oh, more. Oh, of course, of course he didn't. Of course, it, that's just how it works. I mean, this is what we were talking about Joke before we ago. even started recording this. <laughs> Me and Jagger, we've been procrastinating recording this episode because we were talking about this for at least an hour. How, <laughs> how, it, God, dude, they, dude, cinema doesn't, like, companies don't know how to kill off their characters. And so they keep bringing them back and they keep killing them and bringing them back. It's like Fast and Furious. You just keep bringing them back so they can sell more movies and make more money. They don't care about... They don't look at it as an art form. They look at it as a product. I get and that Michael like, Myers... Like Martin Corsese said. And it's just... it's uh, We're so tired of it. And it's just Michael so Myers stupid. tough. But how much plot armor can you give a man? Especially after the Rob Zombie one that he's just like a really tall dude. <laughs> That's the yeah. entire plot for the Rob Zombie one. He's just a tall, insane dude. So... Yeah, and and that's what I think Scream does so well, is if we not only look at the first Scream, but we look at, and I Every think that's, it was a really genius move by Wes Craven, who obviously, Wes Craven, goaded horror director, one of the, one of the greats, also made uh, the original Nightmare on Elm Street, um, the Creative Freddy, which... Yeah, which, shout out to one of the best Easter eggs in cinema in this movie, the janitor wearing the sweater named Fred, who looks like Freddy. I think it's the guy who plays Freddy Krueger, um, but they have him in the janitor. It's just a really fun Easter egg. Um, but I digress. Uh, Wes Craven does something really genius, is he doesn't make... He doesn't... He, it's, it's Ghostface that's the killer, right? So, like... Obviously, we're going to be doing a lot of spoilers. Like, we should have said this earlier because we've already spoiled a bunch of this movie. Oh, come on. But, if you haven't seen Scream, what are you doing? Come on. That's, that's true. If you haven't seen Scream, take this spooky season to watch uh, one of the greatest horror movies ever made. Um, so, obviously, by the end of the movie, you have Billy and Stu who are who are ghost-faced together. But then you have different people reoccurring throughout the series as ghost-faced, right? Which I think is is very interesting and 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 that kind of lets it without it getting like overdone like how like michael myers has been how we're like how is michael myers still alive at this point ghostface is a different person every time 
which I think was a really genius move of Wes Craven because obviously he directed the first three screen movies. So he set it up to be like this horror franchise without people being like having like this supernatural person. It's kind of more of like how Batman is like a symbol and less of like a person, you know, you don't um, mind me interrupting though. I think, no, that... go ahead. Okay. Here's my, um, grievance with the screen movies. Mm -hmm. um, the first one is great. And it kind of has the mystery aspect that you would like out of the movie, and it gives it to you, and it's great. Yeah, I think the ending, the um, ending could have just wrapped it up there. I think that even though it made for a great franchise, undeniably, yeah, that it could have totally survived just being one scream movie, because I appreciate what the ending was i love that they had it with just it was being the two teenagers that you weren't expecting the whole movie and yeah and i'd agree i mean come on we were all kind of expecting it to be stew yeah. like i mean yeah is like guy has a couple screws loose yeah but i mean it was a great ending right yeah 100 percent. I, I would kill to watch it again for the first time um mm -hmm. but the endings have become so predictable now because now you know it's not going to be just one person and it's going to be the people that you least expect. I mean, at some point, the final girl is just going to end up seeing that she's the killer. Like, it's getting to that point where it's so predictable. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm good if they keep... Because obviously we have the one that came out this year, which personally I enjoyed. I had a quite a good time with that. Scream 6? Um, but again, I'm, a, I'm just a sucker for these movies. I think they're super fun. Um, but I am good with, if they keep coming out with new ones, as long as some point, because Wes Craven has even talked about this, um, as that something he, obviously he hasn't directed the last couple, but it's something he had set up early on in the series for, uh, it happened to later on in the franchise is to bring Stu back. How Stu Mocker isn't actually dead. And this is something that's talked to, like, you can find Reddit uh, feeds about it and all this stuff. I mean, you can go back and look into clips of Screams 2 and 3, and you can see Matthew Matthew Lillard in the background of shots. Really? And, um, yeah, and how Stu isn't, like, even though he had the TV dropped on his head, he's not actually dead. And, like, watching, watching the one last year and watching the one this year that came out, and like you, especially the one this year, how they're talking about like the whole movie, like this person is wearing a mask, like they're wearing the OG mask and they're using, they're basically going through all the different scream killers. Me and my brother, we were the only two people in the theater. So we were just talking the whole time, theorizing who we think it is. Both of us the entire time had our fingers crossed that it was Stu because both of us just once, obviously Matthew Lillard gives the best performance in this movie. He's, He's a psychopath, but he's also this super enjoyable character, and he's super entertaining to watch on the screen. Um, so that's that's why, like, I'm good. I'm good. Like, if they keep making them, as long as at some point they bring Stu back as Ghostface for a movie, um, and then after that, I'm like, okay, whatever. You can stop now. Um, I just learned but, that Matthew Lillard was in Twin Peaks: The Return. That's awesome. Dude, Matthew Lillard has a crazy filmography. Everything. That guy is like... Without a paddle, she's all that. Five Nights at Freddy's. 
He's all that. What is he's all? He was in. It, it was the uh, remake of She's All That with Addison Rae. It's real bad. Oh my god. That, no. No. I'm gonna put it on my yeah. watch list. But he no. also played, uh, he played Shaggy and Scooby-Doo. Yeah, he played Shaggy and Scooby-Doo. I can't believe I forgot that. SLC Punk, he did, that was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Matthew Lillard is great. One other thing I wanted to talk three. about, though. About Scream. What? Wait, what'd you say? He was in Ghoulies 3, The Ghoulies Go to College. I don't know what that is, but it sounds pretty terrible. <laughs> so bad. All right, um, one more thing I wanted to talk about is how... Is one specific character in, the, in Scream that I think is really interesting, and again, is another thing we've never... We had up to this point, we had now, obviously now it's like, like we see it in a lot of horror movies, but up to this point, we had never seen it before. Is Randy's character Randy is the guy who works at the video store, he's the horror obsessed nerd. He is basically what every movie film bro would do in a horror movie, right? And like, there's all these commentaries about, like, here's what you never do in a horror movie, and there's that really great sequence where he's like there are three rules in a horror movie that you never do first you never have sex and then it cuts to uh sydney and uh billy upstairs having sex which i it gets me every time makes me laugh i the editing on that i think was really well done um but just like all this comments of like how like here are the things you never do in a horror movie and then this happened in this horror movie and how he uses it as like Wes Craven uses it as like a kind of like a plot device um, to like help th the audience theorize who Ghostface is. I just think that's really interesting and something you don't see before before this film. And I'm wondering if you have any thoughts about that. No, you wrapped it up perfectly. It's a very very funny sequence, but a great sequence at that that sequence that you were talking about. Um, and Randy yeah. is a great character. He's a great character. So, yeah, I totally respect it. Yeah. Well, we love Scream on this podcast. Um, I think, Jagger, you have it rated at a five. I have it at a four and a half. Outstanding film. Um, again, we're trying to keep these Hooptober episodes under 20 minutes, so I think we're going to cut it off here. Um, please join us tomorrow, Jagger. You, What is – I don't have the list pulled up right now. What is um, our episode, episode that the folks can be looking forward to tomorrow? Tomorrow is The Lighthouse and Hachi, but Ooh. it's sort of split up into two pieces where Hachi we're filming with a guest and The Lighthouse we're not. So it's just going to be a two-piece Wait, wait, episode. wait. No, aren't we doing Handmaiden and Hachi together and The Lighthouse will be a separate episode? Um, Maybe we'll do uh, Handmaiden. You guys are going to get a very special day tomorrow. Uh, we are going to be releasing two episodes, The Hachi and Handmaiden, and the lighthouse because i don't want to yeah. watch the handmaiden <laughs> yeah so for hachi and handmaiden we're going to be having uh wes back on west talks movies um because we loved having him on um so we're reviewing two we're reviewing i believe is it park chan wook uh yeah, is handmaiden or is it yeah. park chan wook scary yeah me. so d d uh we are good. me and wes will be reviewing handmaiden um real quick and then all three of us will be doing hachi and then we'll just do our normal episode stuff so you can be looking forward to that 
uh, tomorrow. As well as a quick, quick release of The Lighthouse, which I absolutely adore. Yeah. So, again, thank you for joining us. If you're watching us on YouTube, um, please like, comment uh, what your thoughts on Scream are, and subscribe to the channel. If you're listening to us on Spotify, leave us a review. We would love it. Subscribe. Um, if you can find me at TikTok, uh, trade a film noob on TikTok, um, at, uh, film newbie on Twitter and trade a film noob on letterboxd. And you can find Jagger. He's uh, Jagger film reviews on TikTok, Jagger film fan on letterboxd and Jagger. What's What's your Instagram again? Jagger, the movie guy. I still haven't posted on Instagram yet. But <laughs> go follow him. He'll, he'll do it at some point. So you Obviously. can look forward to that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for joining us today, and we will see you tomorrow.